The following is another Platte River Preps presentation. Platte River Preps presents High School Wrestling. Back over here at 195, Bogart has ridden Doyle the entire first minute of the second period, but has been warned for stalling. Yeah, he needs to get out there and run that big half. He's got that big power half for that wrist wing. And there he's running that wing wrist. Look at there, Doug. I told you, Bogart turned him with it. He just doesn't get tired, and he's an incredible rider in the third period. Today, it's live coverage of the 2017 State Dual Tournament in Kearney. Live State Dual Tournament action is brought to you by PlatteRoopPreps.com. There's James with a lateral as Laux comes into the shot. Nick James has got him in trouble. He's in big, big trouble. And here was the key. When they come to their feet, Laux better be on a leg attacker. He's going to go for a ride. Laux came in strong there. James takes him for the ride, gets the ball. Exactly what we said. You had this thing play out. Louts came out, was a tactician, did everything right, and Nick James took it into the back alley, made it a street fight, and ended it. Ah, oh, I got goosebumps. That was a fantastic matchup. This is the final event of the high school wrestling season as four more team champions are crowned. Will Millard South, Omaha Scott, Valentine, and Burwell capture both the team titles this season? We'll find out as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first, a new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll join Sports Director Doug Dude and Larry Baker live from the UNK Health and Sports Center in Kearney right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. And good afternoon, everyone, from the Health and Sports Center at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are getting ready for the state semifinals in the 2017 Dual Wrestling Tournament. Doug Duda, along with Larry Baker, our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns. Everybody's ready to go, except there's still one match to go in the consolation semifinals. And, Larry, it's actually as intriguing as you could have it. Uh, it comes down to Lincoln Southwest leading Columbus 30-28. to and it's a heavyweight or a 220 rematch of last week's state championship match. Yeah, and they're in the second tiebreaker here in overtime, Doug. Clanton, the Southwest, was the state champ last week over Wyatt Alcott of Columbus. And Alcott's wrestling, well, both of them are trying to wrestle to keep their season alive. You get one more duel if they win. A loss here ends it. Got to get separation for that to be won. Okay, now you're going to go to the ultimate tiebreaker, Doug. And that's going to be Clanton's choice. He scored first. Yep, Southwest. It all comes down to this. Clanton's going to take bottom. If he's able to escape, they win the duel. And they will wrestle again for fifth and sixth. If Alcott of Columbus can hold on, then Columbus will win the duel. And they will wrestle for fifth and sixth. And he will avenge last week's state final loss. Yeah, and all four points in this match so far have been escapes. Yeah, and and locked locked hands, hands and it's over. Columbus will lose because of locked hands. Can you believe that? I don't know if it was. Oh, boy, that's too bad. Well, he's got to keep wrestling here. There's 25 seconds left. Clanton's got to get his – or Alcott's got to get his headgear. No, in the ultimate tiebreaker. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Boy, and he lifted and returned him. He was going to keep him on the mat there. Whew, what a tough way for that to end. 
Yeah, build up all the excitement, and then you get locked hands, and Lincoln Southwest will win the duel over Columbus by a score of 33-28. Maybe that's the shocker of the day right there, Larry. Columbus was ranked third in the state in duels pretty much all year long, and they will not even uh, wrestle for fifth and sixth. Yeah, they went 0-2 today. Uh, Just flat out, boom, you're done. So a surprise there in our... uh, action and we are getting ready for semifinals. so let's focus on that Larry of course uh, we've got Carney High and Amherst both in this round Amherst the top seed in D Carney the two seed in A yeah and looking at class A I really expect this to be a really good duel uh, again Carney's absolutely the favorite here but Lincoln East is you know they're tough throughout the lineup uh, very well coached uh, they'll know how to handle this you know, Carney needs to feed off of a crowd. They need to. They're going to start at heavyweight, I think, which is going to allow um, their, you know, one of their Carney state champions to kick things off and get it going for the Bearcats. If you look at Class D, I actually think there's a chance that this uh, may be a little bit easier trip for Amherst than the first round. They're going to get Southwest. Southwest is full of really good wrestlers. They've got a good lineup. It's a fairly full lineup, but I think Amherst's depth. Doug will uh, carry them through that duel. Yeah, Elkhorn Valley, who Amherst had in the first round, was a had a lot more hammers, and uh, they showed up and wrestled really well. They just didn't have enough of them. That's exactly right. It was the opens that ended up costing them, and uh, you know Amherst, they looked okay in that first round, not dominant. Well, and then you go back to Class A. Lincoln East had a lot of kids make the state tournament. They had one medal. Right, and that's why I say. They're, they're really built right now for a dual team. They're um, uh, extremely tough, as I said, up and down the lineup, but not dominant necessarily anywhere. And ironically enough, I think there was only one Carney match last week where they wrestled uh, a Lincoln East wrestler. Uh, Riley Steele at 113 pounds was beaten by Max Mayfield by pin and if we look at Amherst they didn't wrestle a single Southwest wrestler last week and then you talk about Mayfield he was the lone medalist and he was the state runner-up last week we'll take a break and we should be ready to wrestle here on KKPR-FM Kearney Amherst and our friends up at Burwell and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com because Burwell's in this round as well we'll keep you up to date on all of them but focusing on Kearney and Amherst when we return Axman Heating and Air Conditioning is your independent Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding areas. They remind you that now's the time to conduct spring and summer checks on your air conditioning units, getting you ready for the warm season ahead. Axman has all the Lennox models. Best of luck, athletes. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. Ostermeyer Equipment is your headquarters for top-notch farming and ranching equipment in the Midwest, plus a great selection of wind rollers. Ostermeyer specializes in Vermeer, Great Plains, and MacDon Equipment, with more parts on hand for all those name brands than most dealers carry. Best of luck to all the area athletes sent tonight's game. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden provides the latest technology with a personal touch. Minden's First Bank and Trust Company is a leader in online and mobile banking, including mobile deposit right from your smartphone. Local bank, local decisions. Local means us. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden. It's what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, wrestlers. So again, as we get ready for the uh, duels here, we bring you uh, the lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And it will be Lincoln East taking on Kearney 
in Class A. Also in a Class A, it will be Millard South as they get ready to take on Omaha Burke in B. Gretna will take on Plattsmouth, and Omaha Scott will take on Bennington in C. Valentine will take on Broken Bow, and Battle Creek will battle Syracuse in D. Amherst against Southwest, and Burwell will be taking on Creighton, and that Burwell-Creighton has already started out 6-6 because they've had to uh, do the double forfeit at heavyweight and at 106, so they're going to get to 113 with Connor Hazen and Tate Phillips, who were both medalists, uh, well, both qualifiers last week. Yeah, and Hazen's a good kid. That's a great wrestling family. The Creighton guys are tough. You know, you look at the Amherst, uh, Southwest is going to give up two weights, where Amherst could, but they've got a few guys, depending on how they can move them around. So Jacob Peterson, who didn't get to wrestle for Amherst via the bye in the first round, will take on Logan Kircher, 38-11 and 11 junior, uh, sophomore out of Southwest. And for Carney High, Lee Harrington, the 41-2 state champion junior, takes on Drake Reinke, a Reinke, a 19-13 junior for East. Yeah, Doug, and bonus points, as we've said, will matter all the way here. Peterson has, like, blasted uh, Kircher twice, but he hasn't committed to the double. It's been like a blast double shot where he's not changing levels with it. If he changes levels, yeah, now he's bloodied Kircher's nose with that. And, I mean, both of them were, you almost could say that uh, maybe a headbutt. That's Chase is telling him, just change your level. You'll take him down. Pretty, there's a lot of blood there. Yeah, they didn't. I thought maybe they're talking to Dave about it. I thought maybe they were going to give a penalty point, but they didn't. If Peterson just changes his level with that, Doug, he'll take him down, no doubt about it. No score over there with Harrington and Rinky. There, Harrington gets the takedown. You just look for your returning state champ. When you can send a state champ out right away, Doug, you want him to set the tone. Yeah, get out there, get things done, and again, Whereas we said, very few, we expect very few surprises in the team race in this round because actually the top two have set themselves apart. I think the best duel most likely and the one that is most up in the air will be the Battle Creek-Syracuse duel to see who gets Valentine in the Class C final. Yeah, that's exactly right. And You know, Valentine's probably, if you want me to be honest, I think Valentine's the only Class C team here that would beat Broken Bow. And bro- that's who Broken Bow has. I think Broken Bow could have gotten through the other side. So we get back to action here after the blood uh, was uh, taken care of over here in the uh, Peterson match for Amherst. And so they are scoreless. A minute 15 to go in the first period. And we come to the end of the first period for Lee Harrington. After the takedown, he'll be up 2-0. He'll get his choice and take bottom here to start the second period. Yeah, and I'd anticipate to see him just explode out right to his feet there. Oh, he's going to grab Kircher's leg. Not able to roll. That's more of a lighter weight move. But, boy, Harrington is a beast. Our state dual wrestling coverage brought to you in part by Jeff Cutterford from Capital Business Systems, your managed print and document service professional. Call 833-0198, And Harrington's still working his way here. He's got the reversal now to make it 4-0. Jacob Peterson uh, was able to get the takedown. He now leads 2-0 over Logan Kircher of Southwest. 
They're still in the first period due to the blood time. Are they at Amherst? Oh, Peterson just about had Kircher on his back. Kircher was able to roll through. About 10 seconds left in that first period there. Peterson's controlled this match. All the ties and all the tempo. In the Burwell match, Connor Hazen of Creighton has the takedown over Tate Phillips and leads it 2 to nothing with some uh, blood time oh, going yeah. on there. Tate, they can't get it stopped. Tate Phillips' nose is just gushing out of both nostrils. They had a couple coaches holding it up there. He was really bleeding. And now we've got blood time back again over here in the Amherst match. We've been pretty fortunate with the blood time throughout the year. Got a couple of them, obviously, down in Omaha last week. And now... Harrington, uh, after giving up the escape. Yeah, game over. He's going to get the takedown. He went up 6-1 and then ended up in uh, kind of a leg lace position dead on top of him. And as a heavyweight, you ain't getting out of there. So Harrington starts Carney off with the pin and a 6-0 lead. Now Braden Smith will come in at 106 pounds. And again, we thought, I thought Braden Smith looked like himself this morning. See how he comes out here this, uh, this afternoon. So the Peterson match, they're going to start the second period on their feet. Not sure who chose. They're getting an over and under. And Peterson very dangerously tries the lateral drop. They were able to get back to their feet. Peterson's not comfortable in this position at all. Just looks like he's a little unsure of what to do. Now that he's there, he's going to take Kircher down. Should get two there. Smith, uh, Brayton Smith comes out and is just taken down immediately by Corbin Harrington from Lincoln East. Harrington just came out and just took it right to him, to Brayden Smith. Back over here in that Class D heavyweight, uh, Kircher won his first match at State last week with a pin over the Morrill kid, then lost to A.J. Skaggs of Axtell in the quarterfinals, who went on to be the runner-up. And then uh, lost to Drake Davenport of Overton by a pin. So losing uh, at the state tournament to a pair of Fort Kearney Conference kids and now another Fort Kearney Conference yeah. kid here in Peterson. He's gotten pretty acquainted with those guys in the last couple weeks. Southwest, you know, that's Bartley, Indianola, kind of the old Rep Valley. And Rep Valley, Doug, lots of state records. A lot of good wrestling down there. I get to go over to Bartley on Tuesday night, but for a different sport, we'll see a little Wilcox, Hildreth, Juanita, Palisade, Boys District Basketball. Right now, the Ravenna, Hastings, St. Cecilia girls are playing their district final on the Breeze, 94.5. And later tonight on ESPN 1460, the Kearney High boys take on Lincoln High at 7 o'clock. That's a beautiful new place down at Southwest. They're... Their new school and gym and so on, nice. Now we have a couple of escapes. Kircher gets out here, and so Peterson's up 4-1 to one with 45 seconds to go in the second period. Smith gets out over there in the Class A match for Carney. He trails 2-1 to one with 30 seconds to go in the first period. Yeah, Doug, and Corbin Harrington's gotten all the shots off. This is not the Braden Smith we saw this morning. He's got to get his offense going here, get back on the shots. Uh, Harrington's in deep on Braden Smith again. He's got him up, uh, splitting the legs. Smith kind of seat belted down on an ankle. So we have Lee Harrington for Carney High and Corbin Harrington for Lincoln East, and there's only about 150 pounds between the two of them. <laughs> That's right. So here we see. You know, they're back on their feet, as you said, in Class D. 
I think Jacob Peterson, if his low-level low attack was there, he'd be good. He's got to be a little bit careful in this upper body stuff. Logan Kircher, it looks like that's where he wants to be. Now he's going to take top. Kircher says stick him down. I'm going to turn him. So the end of the second period, Peterson's up by a score of 4-1 to one in this battle of state qualifying heavyweights. And they'll start the second period over there in Class A. Braden Smith and Corbin Harrington, 2-1. to one. Smith is behind, and he looks like he's chosen bottom to start the second yeah, period. He, he's been ridden pretty tough here or there. Peterson's going to get out. He's going to get the escape. And then he goes right back into being a bull. Shoves Kircher off the mat. No real angles being created there. Just kind of runs him straight back. There the officials are telling him wrestle in the center. Braden Smith's got to get going here. He's getting ridden hard. There's a minute 20 left in the second period there, and Smith hasn't been close to getting out. See that Kircher's getting after it with Peterson. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you here from the State Wrestling Duels. Brought to you by Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your Impact Ag dealers. 5-1 to one, Peterson for Amherst. Leads it with a minute 15 to go. They're still on their feet. Peterson actually puts his hands on his hips as if he's winded a little bit. Yeah, that, uh, that was not a good sign. No. He's got his hands on his hips again, Doug. Boy, and uh, now he goes for the throw, and he's going to get the takedown on the edge of the mat. It's not been that stressful of a match. No, that's for sure. Seven to two. He's just going to let him up for the escape. Yeah. Braden Smith got two to two, and then he just got taken down again. Braden Smith was in tremendous shape there, Doug. He got the escape to make it two to two. And then just like that, gets taken back down. So as time is running out in the second period, he's going to find himself down 4-2, to two, and it's going to be Harrington's choice. So Smith's got some work to do here in the second match. Lee Harrington got the pin for Carney. And, of course, Corbin Harrington's going to take down with that 4-2 lead. We're down to the final 20 seconds here at heavyweight. Score remains 7-2, Peterson of Amherst over Kircher of Southwest. And he's not going to be able to get any bonus points here. So it looks like it's going to end up 7-2. No, he needs a takedown for his team here. Even that one have done it. We just got him to a seven-point lead. So Jacob Peterson of Amherst wins it by a score of 7-2. Now Braden Smith on top here, Doug. He is pretty good at making turns happen. He can be a real hammer on top. He hadn't been in this position yet in this match. So Amherst getting the win there at heavyweight. They'll go up 3-0, back over to Braden Smith, just trying to make something happen on top. There's 90 seconds to go in the match, and he trails by a score of 9-4. to four. I mean, He's got to turn him, letting him up. Uh, it's going to be tough. He, he's been taken down twice in this match. So to think that he's going to do, do the take him down, let him up, just really isn't a good plan. Now back down here in Class D, we will have a 106-pound match this time as Amherst 
Isaiah Shields will take on Joel Costello of Southwest. Shields didn't get to wrestle the first round because of a forfeit. 34 and 7 freshman, while Costello is just a freshman, but 11 and 19. Yeah, and right away, Shields plants him. Yeah, he double and finishes right to his back, Doug. That's a great little double leg. Anytime you can go feet to back, set yourself up 5 0 as the match starts. And an escape over here in the Lincoln East Carney match. Harrington gets out. And it's 5-2. to two. And Harrington's right back in on one of Braden Smith's legs. 50 seconds left in the match. And Smith's down by three. Trying to maybe set up a twister. Chauncer, he's going to twister him. He catches him, Doug, right on his back. Braden Smith's going to pin him right there. Right there, they set that up. And it looked just uh, like he was setting up that twister, no doubt about it. But he gets the three near fall, so he is still... Up now, 7-5 to five on the reversal and three-point near final with 20 seconds to go. Just a tremendous job. Shields getting more back points. And now we'll get a restart over here in the Carney High match with 16 seconds to go. Harrington for East is going to need a reversal in the next 16 seconds or an escape and takedown. And now Shields is able to finish things off with a pin in a minute and 21 seconds here for Amherst. Makes Amherst 9, Southwest 0. Braden Smith, 10 seconds now. Looked like that took a lot out of Harrington. Well, you're winning, 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 and maybe in a match where you weren't supposed to win, and then you just get caught. And Braden Smith with a huge win for Kearney High. Instead of it being 6-3, to three, it's now 9 nothing Bearcats. Yeah, Smith couldn't get it going on his feet. And really, Harrington just took one too many shots there. Smith was able to fight it off, but put himself in that position to lock up the chin with the underhook, and he twisted and caught the arm. That's always the key on a twister is can you catch the arm? In our girls' basketball game, Ravenna 13, Hastings St. Cecilia 6 at the end of one on the breeze, 94.5. Now back down here is Sal Aguirre for Amherst against Simon Moore of Southwest, who's just 4-26, and 26, so this should be all Aguirre. Yeah, Gary should get going here good. Um, Gets the early takedown, but Moore flattens out on his belly. Doug Lincoln East just got a forfeit. Carney did not send anybody out at 113 pounds. Well, that was our man that got hurt this morning. And they didn't have anybody and, else. And uh, Richie is not able to come back. So Dallin Richie, who got hurt when he was pinned in the first match this morning for Carney High against Bellevue East, uh, apparently not enough time to heal up. He sat on the mat for quite a while. You can kind of refresh what happened in that. It looked like a rib injury. Yeah, no question. It took him over in a tilt and it caught the far wrist, had a terribly tough tight waist, and that, that can crush that cartilage in those ribs. But, Doug, that could really play big if uh, they get to the finals against Millard South if they don't have anybody that they can stick in that spot. Well, they don't. I, Riley Steele is on the roster but he doesn't go out either, so we may have to chat with Coach Swarm in between sessions to see what happens if they indeed, indeed do win this. And now Gary is starting to finally get some circling, and can he get more turned here? Moore's yeah. done a good job of not letting him turn him so far after the initial takedown. You're exactly right, Doug. Moore's just been a fish. He's laying down there and just not letting any of it get to him. Philip Moomy now of Carney takes a quick takedown and lets Nathan Rizek up, so it's 2-1. to one. He's in on another shot. It's just shoot, 
let up, shoot, let up, shoot, let up. It's already 6-3, 45 seconds in. Yeah, and he's got a, he's got Rezac's arm up again. Rezac headlocks him. Oh, I think Mumi's going to. No, Mumi is getting. He's, he, he's given up the takedown, and they are counting back points. He walked right into a headlock, Doug. Mumi's in trouble. No, Mumi's given the headlock, my friend. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Mumi, They're both wearing blue and yeah, white. I mentioned. I tried to mention that at the start, that they have almost identical uniforms. But, yeah, Mumi was able to grab the headlock and finish it off with the pin in a minute 11. Oh, yes. my heart was beating. That was awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always good when your heart is beating. Yeah, it's that's awful true. when it stops, my friend. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, that's my cohort today and analyst as we are at the state high school wrestling duels into the semifinal round and now gary is able to get the pin over here for amherst took a while uh, considering the records that were on the mat here but two minutes and 24 seconds yeah. he'll win it amherst 15 now to zero and now some of this will get interesting with the lineup i suppose amherst probably won't mess with things uh but when, when do they send caden guerrera out and How's that going to go with, will they try to match him up? Will they, nope, Cumston's going to come out at 20. And he's going to get the forfeit. I didn't know if they'd try to go up and wrestle Cumston against Guerrera. Guerrera for Southwest, a tremendous wrestler. They may feel like it's not going to matter. It's 21 to nothing already. And, of course, for Caden last week, he got knocked off in the first round and then uh, fell one victory short of making it into the medals. So uh, Caden still 39-7, and seven, but uh, got himself in a bad spot on opening night. Yeah, he did, Doug. He was third place as a freshman. Lost a really close match in the semifinals last year. A lot of people thought he had a chance to win it this year and just doesn't get a medal. So they're going to send Luke Rip out there, who had a very nice yes. win in their first match this morning against Elkhorn Valley. Yeah, wrestled really well. Gage McBride from Kearney comes out and gets the quick takedown against Brecken Sperling. Brecken Sperling's a 500 wrestler on the year, 14 and 14. Halfway through the first period here, McBride's done a great job. McBride had a good match this morning in Kearney's opening round win over Bellevue East. Again, we started at heavyweight, so the final match in this round will be at 220 pounds. It is Omaha Burke 15, Millard South 6 at 126. But they started behind to Southwest before they blew them out. So the uh, heavyweight and the 6-pounder and 13-pounder, not where South is making a lot of hay. Then you go to Class B. It's Gretna 9, Plattsmouth 3 as they wrestle at 120. Scott 12, Bennington 4, they wrestle at 120. At 126 pounds, Valentine leads Broken Bow 18-6. to but we're looking for uh, Clayton Glendy just getting that win. Then also in Class C, Battle Creek 11, Syracuse 6. They're at 120. And in the other Class D match at 126, Burwell 15, Creighton 6. And Joel Ostrom taking on Zach Hazen. That's a good rematch uh, between those two wrestlers. Hazen a 30-7 and seven senior. Ostrom a 34-7 and seven sophomore. And Ostrom's up 5-2. to two. Yeah, and Rip down there for Amherst wrestling Caden Guerrera. Of course, Ostrom, by the way, the state runner-up last week. That's exactly right. Yeah, and Guerrera wrestling down here, Doug, and he's just and he's just so good on his feet. Rip's having a tough time with him right now. It's four to two. Well, it's been two takedowns and two let-ups, but Rip has fought every position position with him very well. They're going to go to the second period in Class A. 
Gage McBride's going to take that two to one lead. And he's going to choose down. So Carney High up 15 to six in their duel right now, and Amherst up 21 to nothing in their duel. Trying to make it to the state championships tonight. 7.30 is the start time here on Classic Hits. Yeah, and Amherst has never not been in the state finals of this event, Doug. And it looks like they're going to keep that string going here with a good start. Guerrero gets another takedown and another release. And another takedown. So it's 8-3 Guerrero with 13 seconds to go on a restart here in the first period. Over here in the Carney match, McBride has been ridden for the first 30 seconds. He is up 2-1 to one on bottom here, yeah, trying to get the escape. Got to get himself out, Doug. He's just been on his belly. Sperling has done a nice job controlling the wrists and the arms of Gage McBride. Here is a turn for Guerrero. He's able to get two back points before the end of the first period runs out. So he now leads it 10-3 over Luke Rip as they go to the second period. Yeah, they took top. That's surprised, but I thought they'd go down knowing that Guerrero would let him up. So Rip will take top and try and turn him. I'm sure they're figuring it's all or nothing right yeah, now. Yeah, he'll take top and give it a rip. And over here we do have the escape for Carney's Gage McBride to go up 3-1 midway through the second period. Yeah, and it's going to be a reversal. Guerrero's going to reverse rip. That's going to be 10-3 now, or 12-3. Still can't seem to get going. Gage McBride gets the reversal, so he's up 5-1 now with 40 seconds left. Carney looks pretty good here. Beautiful takedown over there by McBride. He's been wrestling good so far today. 5-1 the count. And he's chopping arms, tough, tight waist. Very active on top. Got that tough, tough, tight waist going, and then he's just working, trying to work that wrist back. This could turn into a tilt for him. Guerrero comes out to the side and acts like he's going to release Rip, and he takes him down right on the edge of the mat, keeps him in just enough to record the pin in 2 minutes and 45 seconds. Yeah, he showed him optional start and then just jumped out front and ran a head chancer straight over and ended that match. So that is how Southwest will get on the board here. It is 21-6 in favor of Amherst as they go to 132 pounds. Yeah, and this, I mean, that's that's Southwest's best bullet they just sent out there. I think Amherst, uh, with the way, especially the way it started, I think they're going to be just fine here. As I said, I thought this probably was a little easier matchup, if you will, than what they had in the first round. And I'm not sure that, yep, there comes an Amherst wrestler. We will have a match here at 132 pounds. Back over in Class A, we go to the third period, and Carney High has the lead with Gage McBride, 5-1 over Sperling of Lincoln East. And McBride on bottom again here. So Sperling took top. Yes, he did. And and really, you know, he rode him so tough, he just gave up the reversal. So here Brecken is, uh, or Gage McBride, excuse me, is getting ridden pretty tough again by Brecken Sperling. Sperling's got the arm across. Morgan Shields is on the mat for Amherst, and he is able to get the throw over Jonathan Morkecho, and I apologize if that's not exactly right, but uh, Morkecho, uh, a freshman at 10 and 24, Shields a freshman at 16 and 17. 
Yeah, and Shields went right out for business. There, Gage McBride got himself out. Six to one. Little takedown with some backs here. It'd be good for the Bearcats. Add that extra point. And he's trying. He's going wrist. Uh, Gage McBride controlling the wrists and looking for that outside shot. Then got to be a little bit careful there. Gage McBride tries to shoot a blast double from too far away. Let's Brecken Sperling lock up that front headlock. And let me tell you, Lincoln East knows how to twist her too. 40 seconds is all that's left. McBride up 6-1. In on a leg, and he'll get the takedown, 8-1. Yeah, McBride. they're telling him, let him up. Let him up. They need another takedown to major him. So it's 8-2, trying to get that eight-point lead. I think Sperling's still thinking about a way to win this thing. Yeah, that's why I say, you know, you've got a Rutledge over there in the corner. Jeff Rutledge, uh, UNK, couple-time All-American McCurdy, Keenan McCurdy, and UNK All-American. Those guys know how to do that stuff, too. And it doesn't look like McBride is going to be able to get in on a good shot here in the uh, match will end. McBride winning it by a score of 8-2, to two, and Carney now up in the duel 18-6 to six as they go to 132 pounds, and we will end at 220. Yeah, Gage McBride's wrestling really well today, Doug. Now Morgan Shields is trying to put the pin here on Morcacho of Southwest. He's had him on his back twice. He's got him on his back again with 10 seconds. They'll slap the mat. The official time will be 148 here for Morgan Shields. Yeah, he controlled the match. He had him on his back multiple times. Amherst looks a little better here, Doug. Well, as you mentioned it, uh, Southwest has some kids, but just not as much big-time firepower as they saw in the first round with Elkhorn Valley, and they may have more kids than Elkhorn Valley, thus that's why they weren't uh, the bottom seed coming into today. That's exactly right. Now it looks like Florell's going to come out. He also did not get to wrestle this morning because of a forfeit. Yeah, this will be Sam's first match of the day. You're listening to KKPR-FM. Carney, Amherst, Riverdale, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And, boy, off the whistle, he's in on the shot. They do not get the takedown until right there. Hey. It took him a couple of chances. Cracked him back, did a really nice job there to Sam Florell. Nick James is now wrestling Mason Ingwersen from Lincoln East. James is up 4-1 to one already. He's had two takedowns in the match. Now, wrestling on mat number two. now James is just going to let him up again. It's going to be 4-2. to two. Ingwersen made it to the state tournament last week but went 0-2 in the tournament. Nick James did not go 0-2 last week. No, he, he did okay. Another takedown, 6-2 to two now for Nick James. Nick was the runner-up to Chance Fry of Lincoln Southeast. Southeast, not one of the dual teams here today. And there, Sam Florell just ended right Ryan Van Pelt's uh, match. It just took him down and pinned him. Boy, it's not taking long right now for Amherst. Another Short time pin, first period pin, 50 seconds for Sam Florell. And Amherst now rolling along here, 27 to 6. Yeah, now they're. You gonna, add that 6, and it's 33 to 6. Now Trace Bosch is going to come out at 145 pounds. They're rolling right along. Max Hughes of a Syracuse over there, three time champion, of course, uh, related to uh, the Burwells and Mark Jensen and. His nephew, I believe it is, over there at Syracuse. And he is on the mat against Ty Hymas of Battle Creek, who we talked about earlier today. Yeah, and Hymas is pretty good. 
So that's an intriguing match going on on the other Class C mat right now. Valentine leads Broken Bow 18-12, to and uh, Jordan Kelber, the undefeated state champion, is about ready to add to that here. It's just whether it'll be, looks like it's going to be a uh, major. Can't Tech fall in 15-3. to Looks like it'll be the final score, so Valentine will be up 22-12 to as they go to 138 pounds. Yeah, Macer Ingerson needs some injury time, Doug. He's getting worked on by Nick James. It's 10-3. to in the second period there, and Lincoln East is taking some injury time. No, no score yet. With Tra- or Trace Bosch is up two to one. Excuse me, on Max Diedrich of Southwest. They're back on their feet with a minute left in the first period. Diedrich, a 23 and three senior for Southwest, but did not qualify for the state tournament. Yeah, it's tough. You're 23 and three. Either he was hurt, skin, or two. He went into the district tournament with one loss and didn't get out of there. Man, that's got to be a tough one. No doubt about it. So he's wrestling forward here, and I don't know. James might win by medical default over her. Ingwersen still on his back, and the injury time has run under 30 seconds now. Yeah, he hasn't. I think it's his shoulder. And he hasn't moved much. They're down to 20 seconds there. They're starting to get him up. This may be just I'm going to use it all, and then we'll go. Trace Bosch got himself in a little bit of trouble here. No. Uh, Diedrich finished out of bounds. But Diedrich is up 5-2 to two now. Yeah, he did. Did take, get the back point. Take down on a quick two back. Now back over to Class A. Looks like they will continue. So there's a minute 42 to go in the second period. Nick James up 10 to 3, but Ingerson is out of injury time. So if something happens, that would also end the match. Here's an escape for Trace Bosch late in the period. So it'll be 5 3. And he's going to go down. It's the right thing to do there is to go down. Nick James looking to get more back points here. Burwell and Valentine just rolling along right here side by side in classes C and D. We have a clock issue again over here in the class D mat. Now finally they're ready to go. Bosch taking down, down five to three. Nick James trying to get a pin over there, Larry. Yeah, and he's just virtually had him on his back most of the match. And now he's, he's, he's got to get the head scooped here. Uh, James needs to sit to his butt. If he sits to his butt, he'll have him. 45 seconds to go in the second period. He's up 10-3 with a three count to make it 13-3. Now he just cuts him, so it's 13-4 and looks for a fresh start. Oh, sorry. I, did you just see that on the Burwell kid? Just got bent absolutely in two. They took him. He was in the air. He landed flat on his head, Doug, and then his back bent the uh, the wrong way. That was a dangerous-looking situation right there. Bad. Tim Hughes. Tim is a sophomore taking on Derek Wortman of Creighton in their semifinal. And hopefully he'll be okay. Uh, Trace Bosch not able to get out. He's almost been turned again. 
James isn't going to get the pin there to end the second, but it's going to be 18 to 4. And now Bosch gets the escape, and he is on out of the cannon. Bosch just comes flying across the mat and gets the takedown to take the lead 6-5. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> that caught Dietrich a little by surprise how hard he came after him. Yeah, we say don't lay around, right? Go get him. Now a stall warning on Dietrich. 30 seconds yeah. to go in the second period. 6-5 Bosch. Oh, great foot prop down there by James. He had him in an over and under, stepped over and propped his foot. Got Ingerswin right to his back. This is all about a pin because if he doesn't pin him, it's a tech fall and it's over. There's the pin. Sonic James in 418. Boy, winner by pin. He's done that twice today, Doug. Knows how to pin him. Ooh, Bosch just screwed that arm. They're going to say that's illegal. They're going to hit Bosch for a penalty there. We had that arm, was kind of running ahead in the hole and just bent that arm against the joint. So it's going to be 7 6 now. Five minutes left in the second period. Well, they're just having a tough time with this clock on map five. And over here in the Burwell match, they're going to uh, call it. Yeah, that was – I and I didn't mean to uh, hiss there on the air. That was as ugly of a situation, Doug, as I've ever seen. He was he landed flat on his head and then got bent completely, like if you were to bend his butt to the back of his head. Uh, that was dangerous. And the trainer over here, John Ullman, taking a look. I think you're talking concussion protocol type of thing here. Drop on his head. And then then an injury to go along with that. And I'm not sure that he felt comfortable maybe taking that out of the wrestlers. The coaches were kind of looking to see what the trainer was going to say. Yeah, that was the right thing to do. So uh, points for Creighton, but Burwell's up 27 to 12. According to our score clock as they go to 145. And Burwell has to give up a forfeit there, so Creighton will cut it to 27-18 as they go to 152. Back to the action on the mat. For Carney High, Tyson Seppel's out there with a 4-1 lead over Micah O'Dell, a 29-22 junior from Lincoln East. Again, takedown, escape, takedown, and a minute gone in the first period. And Trace Bosch holds on to a 7-6 lead over Dietrich with 90 seconds to go in the match, and they are neutral. Yeah, they're on their feet. Bosch was just in deep, just about finished another takedown that probably would have sewn it up. Dietrich's tough. Really good on his feet here. Shot by Bosch, but not able to get anything. No, and these are the tough spots for Bosch. He gets under guys with his arms extended. Not only does he not score, sucks a lot of gas. Got Tyler Cunningham wrestling for Gretna right now. Of course, the former St. Paul wrestler has a 5-1 lead over Brock Boshes of Plattsmouth. They have 30 seconds to go in the second period. 45 seconds left down in here. 40 seconds left with Bosch and Dietrich. And Dietrich digs in and under. Pushed in. Bosch tries to fire him. It's carry. He's going to get caught on his back. Two-point reversal. It's going to be a takedown. Or, excuse me, takedown and... Going to get three back points, and we're under 30 seconds to go. So it's going to be 11-7. to Bosch is behind, and he gets off the mat. 22 seconds on the restart. Yeah, Bosch. Doug, Bosch tried to hit a fireman's carry. He kept the outside arm and went with an outside shot and just got pancaked dead to his back. Seppel for Carney will take bottom to start the second period. Gets the escape quickly, and he's up 6-3. 
Bosch comes to his feet quickly. He needs a big move. One reversal won't do it. Then he cuts him. He gets the reversal, so it's 10-9, and now 11-9. Yep, he's trying to take him down here to tie it up. Eight seconds to go. Five seconds. Southwest doing a good job of fighting it off, and Southwest is going to get the win 11-9. Bosch, boy, it's been a long time since he's been 0-2 in a day. I promise you that. And so a win for Southwest in a very competitive match, and Max Dietrich gets that victory. It'll now be Amherst 33, Southwest 8, as they go to 152 pounds. Yeah, and down here, Seppel. No, I don't. Yeah, Seppel, Doug. Yeah, he's in some trouble after getting the escape. Looks like down to his back for two near fall. And then he's able to get the escape, so he gets off his back, hits the escape. Yeah, could be a really high-scoring one. We have half the match to go at 7-7. A couple of not pretty shots. Wow. And the defender... Comes away with nice yeah, and defense Se- and points. Seppel's in a little bit of trouble here. Seppel uh, just was standing a little bit, and Odell took a good shot. Odell's coming out the back door. Seppel's got the ankle and the seatbelt here. Usually in these in this situation, whoever's head's higher is going to win. And Odell's coming out the back door. He's really close to getting this. They're either going to stalemate it or maybe he's, see, look at Odell's knee. He's got a rubber knee going. There's the reversal. Odell going to take a 9-7 lead. There's 10 seconds left in the second period. Odell pulls him right back on top of himself in a crab ride, Doug. Might be a defensive pin. Very close. And now Seppel's giving up back points. Odell was able to scoot out to the side. And that'll be the end of the period. Holy moly. But what a big, big period for Micah Odell. After giving up the escape immediately, it was 6-3. to three. He trailed. Now he's up 12-7 to seven and gets choice and takes bottom. Well, what's going on down here? They went over to talk. I think it's a clock issue. Trace Bosch punched the mat. I don't think they got him for a penalty. I really don't. I think it's a clock issue. They've just struggled with this clock on Matt 5 all day. So it's 12 to 7. Seppel's on top. He's got both legs in. Oh, now just one leg in. Carney leads the duel 23 to 6. We're wrestling 138 pounds, 220. With Batista will be the final match of this round for Carney. So a long way to go. Amherst is up 33 to 9 on Southwest as they get to 152 pounds. Yeah, Seppel's in trouble. He's just about, he's going to give up the reversal here pretty quick, maybe. Trailing 12 to 7. Still working, still working. Yeah, and Odell's coming out the back door. He, I think he may get the reversal, maybe with back points. Seppel's so close to getting the turn, and you're right. He's reversed right to his back. He might get pinned. Well. He's able to roll through, but now there's only 50 seconds to go. And he's and down by him, 10. Yeah, they gave him a quick three, so a five-point move again. Seppel's down 17-7. to seven. Wow, he's down by 10, so now it's major decisionville. What a great job by Micah O'Dell after really being kind of taken to task in the first period by Seppel. Yeah, and he's going to get – O'Dell's going to get two more back points. It's 19-7 to seven now. Now he's got Seppel in big trouble. There's still 40 seconds to go. He's got him on his back in big trouble. Seppel's really got to move. And it's over. 
Seppel ends up getting pinned in 5-24 and put up six points here for Lincoln East. So it's Kearney 23, Lincoln East 12. In a toss-up match, East gets six points. Not only I mean, you, you talk toss-up and then you get six points one way or the other, that's a big swing. That is a big swing. Alexander Dak from Southwest, he's a 28-20 and 20 senior wrestling. Jaron Potts, the 23-24 and 24 freshman for Amherst. No score down there, just 30 seconds into the match. They're on their feet. They're going to go out of bounds and come back and get a fresh whistle. Got a halftime score in the girls' district final on the Breeze, 94.5. Ravenna, 23. Hastings, St. Cecilia, 21. On the Breeze, 94.5. Both teams should get into state, but you always want to go in as the district champ and maybe stay away from Crofton until the finals, and that's really what that game is about again. Lincoln High at the Kearney High Boys tonight at 7 on ESPN 1460. Yeah, Cade Kimmer for Lincoln East wrestling Tiante Wilson. No score, still a minute and a half left in the first period. The match is just underway. Kimmer, 27 and 15 junior. Of course, Tiante Wilson spent most of the year very highly ranked, 37 and 10 junior. Did not get in last week. Folks, we do need to take a time out here and hear from some of our fine sponsors. You're listening to the State High School Wrestling Tournament, brought to you in part by Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your Pioneer Seed Dealer and Impact Ag Partners. You can check them out at Pioneer.com and MobilePioneer.com on your smartphone. More from the State Duels next. Well, it's that time of year again, and if you're looking for a cost-effective liquid fertilizer application system, see the experts at AgExcel and Kearney. Planting season is right around the corner, so what if I told you that we could increase your yields this year? Whether it's a liquid system for planting, drilling, strip tilling, or side dressing, let us at AgExcel design a system for you. Stop in our Kearney showroom or on the web at agexcel.com. That's A-G-X-C-E-L.com, where precision meets the soil. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. See RAI in Ravenna, Shelton, or Loop City. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just your insurance agent, your friend. Best of luck, wrestlers. State High School Wrestling Duels continue here. We're glad to have you along with us. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, our producer-engineer, and Stacy Johns. By the way, another little basketball note. Boone Central Newman Grove beat Grand Island Central Catholic this afternoon, so they will play Kearney Catholic Monday night. And uh, word was, if that was what happened, they would play at Aurora at 7 o'clock. I do not have an uh, official on that. We'll try and get that for you. But that game will be here on Classic Hits. Let's get back to the action. Tiante Wilson for Carney, Larry. Yeah, Tiante Wilson for Carney does a great job. Gets a takedown and just runs them straight over for the pin, giving the Bearcats a 29-12 lead. Judd Kuchera's out now, Doug. He's got a 2-0 lead on Braden uh, Heidbrink from Lincoln East. They're going to give Heidbrink a an escape, so it's going to be 2-1 now. And down there in Class D, Potts is trailing 4-0 to to Alexander Dak of Southwest. Potts is on top looking to turn Dak. Trying to get back points here. He's got kind of a goofy cradle hooked up. Not the best position. He might 
Potts might end up on his back out of this. And he does. The count being made with 40 seconds to go in the second period of what once again was a close match. Yeah, Doug, Potts just tried. He, it was a it was a poorly put together cradle and tried to take it over and just had no chance. Chad Kuchera up 2-1 to one over there for Carney. He had the takedown, then the escape. He's in on another shot, and he gets the takedown, but it looks like when he took him yeah, down right into the mat goes the head of Braden Heidbrink. Well, what happened there is they both changed their levels and tried to shoot blast doubles, and Jed Kuchera's train was going forward a little more. I'd say this guy's not goofy. And they're, they're I mean, I think he could be in, like, I don't know if he got his teeth knocked out or, I mean, literally, I've done that before, Doug. At Lincoln, the Lincoln High Duel, my junior year, that happened, and I got smoke right in the bridge of the nose, cut it open, and I don't remember the rest of the duel, the trip Ugh. home. You get those guys that both change their level at the same time. It is a blood issue. Yeah, now they never did. If they ran the injury time, it stopped, and now they're running blood time, and he has rolled over onto his back. Now back over here in the Class D match, Potts was able to avoid being pinned here as they go to the third period, but is Dak of Southwest leading Potts of Amherst 9-4. to four. And now there's some headgear issue here for Potts that they're trying to get fixed. He gets it fixed, it looks like, and they are ready to go here. I Official think, Dale Bean says, let's go, and they're going to go neutral. I tell you what, Doug, you know, just as a side note to this Carney duel, uh, Omaha Burke's not going away quietly. That is 19-15. Millard South leads Burke over there right now. And you got a heck of a match between Burks of Burke and Zach Charity of Millard South. 49 and 3, 50 and 3, and it's 7-7 late in the match. Yeah, 10 seconds left in the third period. Burks looks gassed. But this will be interesting. Potts. Potts has got a shot here, Doug. A minute and a half left. Oh, he had a chance to head chancer. Oh, Burks, they think they, they think that was two. They're saying no. Now, <laughs> Omar Burks fired up. I love it. When the Class A Metro dudes get fired up, it's always good. So they're going to go to overtime over there in that Class A duel. Yeah, Potts is in big trouble. He went for broke again, Doug, and found himself on his back. It's 11 to 6. Oh, he came out, so it's going to be 14 to 6, and I think you're going to get two reversal. It's 14 to 8. 50 seconds to go. And just for what it's worth, Burks did take Charity down in overtime. Still blood time over there in the Class A match for Jed Kuchera. Yeah, see, Doug, they're testing him. They've got the Lincoln East kid. They're giving him the field sobriety test right now. Stand on one leg, touch your touch your nose, <laughs> follow the deal. Back over here, another reversal in Class D for Alexander Dak, and he's put Potts on his back again, so he's going to get the win. And with that reversal, it's going to be at least a major, and he's got 15 seconds to try and finish off the pin. Potts, though, so far so good, 10 seconds. It's a headlock position, though. That's Oh, he's in trough. Five seconds. And Dak is going to win 19 to 8 over Potts of Amherst. So it's four instead of six. Yeah, that's really close to being a pin. And it looks like they're going to allow the Kuchera match to continue here against Hydebrink. Jed's been waiting all this time, though. 
There's 32 seconds remaining in the first period. Kuchera is up 4-1. to one. And It's been a long break. It's been about five minutes since yes. they've wrestled. And, I mean, Doug, they not only got the blood stopped, but they went through, uh, and I, I made the joke, the field sobriety test, but they made him do all those things. So, as you have said in the past, the, the kind of concussion protocol come into play there, and they went directly over and talked to the officials, not the coaches. And now I still think they're trying to decide should he wrestle because they're not working on him anymore. But the trainer is talking to the Lincoln East coaches, to Rutledge um, and McCurdy about this cat. They're going to tell him, let's go. I would say, the so I think they told him the injury time is gone. 35 seconds left in the first period. There's a lot of match left here. Four to one, Judd Kuchera leads. Also, UNK men and women are playing today, and the women beat Southwest Baptist, which means they will get to host a first-round game Tuesday night against Lindenwood right here at the Health and Sports Center at 7 o'clock. So, again, they'll be in the 8-9, but they'll get to be at home instead of traveling. So the women finished the second half of the season in pretty good shape. Yeah, the Valentine kid just lost in overtime and a takedown, and none of the Valentine fans thought it was good. They're fired up. Hudson Pierman falling to Joel Myers of Broken Bow. Yeah, and down here, Judd, just, he's going to finish that set, or second period on top. For Amherst, Cole Eggy, who didn't get to wrestle because of a, or excuse me, yeah, Cole did. Eggy's out there against Wyatt McConville of Southwest. Yeah, you see McConville's 27 and 21. Southwest, as you have said, just the one hammer in the lineup, they just, but none of their guys are terrible. They've got a bunch of kids that have won a lot of matches. Yeah, uh, 82, 95, 220, 285 for Southwest all went to state last week. And besides that, Guerrero, and then as we said, Wyatt McConville at 160 pounds. He went 0-2 at the uh, state tournament last week. He lost to True Loberg of Randolph, and then he lost to Corey Daw of Burwell. Pretty good state tournament, really. I mean, you're going to have to be pretty good in that spot to take on those two dudes. Back to action over there in Class A now. Still 5-1. to 5-1 off the Kuchera escape here in the period. 30 seconds gone in the second. And for Eggy, he's trying to find a way to get a takedown here of McConville. But still wrestling on their feet here in the first 90 seconds. Nothing has happened here in this first period. Yeah, and nobody's even been close. Of course, Eggy, the lone last man that fell out uh, when they were coming through that medal round. He went 2-2 two and two in the state tournament. Did Cole. Yeah, and here, Judd Kuchera looking to get another takedown. 7-1, to one, now he leads. Let's run through the scores of the mats again. In a Class A, it is Millard South 19, Omaha Burke 18. They're wrestling at 160 pounds now. Looks like we may have an update on that score, so let me get that for you. Matt, 1, 2, 3. It's 25-18 now as they go to 160 pounds. It is Carney 29, Lincoln East 12, as Kuchera is wrestling here at 152. In Class B, at 160 pounds, Gretna leads Plattsmouth 25-15. And up at 182, Omaha Scott leads Bennington 39-19. to 
in Class C. Valentine leads Broken Bow 31-15. As they are wrestling at 160 pounds, at 182 pounds, Syracuse and Battle Creek, as we figured close, Battle Creek 29, Syracuse 27, wrestling at 182 pounds. Amherst leads Southwest 31-13 as we wrestle at 160 pounds, and Aggie is now able to get that 3-1 lead, or 3-0 lead here early in the second period. Yeah, they're going to go to the third period over there, Doug, and they've asked for blood time here, I think, not injury time for the Lincoln East wrestler, Hydebrink. I believe he's out of injury time. Yeah, and down here, Burwell, as we said, they got done first. 57-24, to the Longhorns able to win their Class D semifinal over Creighton. So Burwell who won it last week, is now in the finals, most likely going to get that matchup with Amherst. Yeah, Cole Eggie just added six to Amherst total uh, with a pin. 37-13 to 13 now they lead in the semifinals against Southwest. So they're rolling right along. A lot of stoppage down there in that Jed, Judd Kruchera match. He does has a, have a 7-1 to one lead, but just going to enter the third period. Well, let's take a break and hear from some more of our fine sponsors. The State High School Wrestling Duels are brought to you in part here on Classic Hits by Jeff Cutterford from Capital Business Systems, your managed print and document services professional. Call him at 308-833-0198. As a soybean grower, what does it mean when DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go? When it's planting time, they deliver seed when, where, and how you need it. Your local Pioneer team is on call to provide the service, products, and insight for your acres with soybean varieties that stand up to sudden death syndrome. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, are your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat, we're so proud of you. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. Stop into Aurora Co-op. Get all you need to keep the farm going. You can find an Aurora Co-op near you. Aurora Co-op, a proud sponsor of all area wrestlers. Best of luck at state. Don't forget the finals get going at 7.30 tonight here on Classic Hits. Kolegi getting the pin for uh, Amherst, and now they are up by a count of 37-13. And Kalen Klingelhofer comes out against Cody Downey of Southwest. Klingelhofer upset in the semifinals last week and uh, did not wrestle uh, Cody Downey. Downey lost in the quarterfinals to Bo Wood from uh, Perkins County and then uh, took home the sixth-place medal after falling to Seth Roseski of Ansley Litchfield. Yeah, I mean, he's a state medalist, 36-13 and 13 is Downey. Really good wrestler. Kaylin Klingelhofer's up 4-0. to zero. The lead over there with Judd Kuchera, still pretty solid lead. He's up 9-2, 9-3 now with 30 seconds left in the match. And what they've done here for Klingelhofer is they've bumped him up uh, again, so he's wrestling at 182. Yeah, that's the second time today. He's working hard. He's looking for uh, back points there. His hip's awful low. I think he's going to get reversed here. 
Downey needs to Turk that leg, and I think he'd have a chance, but he's not. Nope, he's going to let the Turk go. Thought maybe Kalen was going to get some back points there, but apparently not. So it's 4-2 to two on the reversal. Klingelhofer is ahead with 15 seconds to go in the period. And finally, the Kuchera match is going to come to an end. About a 15-minute match, it felt like, over there for Carney with all the blood time. And it ends up being 11-3, to three, so Kuchera does get a major decision. Yeah, he did a good job. He got the last points of the match that he needed. He would kind of faded a little bit and then kind of poured it on late. Well, obviously the juices <laughs> and adrenaline standing over there for about eight minutes. Uh, they're going to they're going to slide out. Yeah. So now Klingelhofer is going to get his choice, and he takes top. Kalen's up five to two now. Feels very comfortable on top here. Yeah, really close to turning him there is Klingelhofer. Cody Downey's wrestling him pretty rough in there. Klingelhofer's got him in the saddle. Kind of running a high half with a thigh. Boom! Is that groovy? Big lateral drop. He is trying to get a really quick pin here for the Bearcats. Just 20 seconds in. Oh! Picks him off the mat. He's got him bridged. Puts his head right back into it. And he gets out of it. So a three near fall for Grooby. But yeah, Roth was in that big bridge. And Grooby just picked him straight up and pounded him back down. Kalen Roth, 10 and 11 as a senior. Wrestling Trey Grooby. Got a stall warning down here on Cody Downey of Southwest. As Klingelhofer is riding him here. In the second period, 5-2. to two. Yeah, Klingelhofer's just ripping his arms off. I mean, Klingelhofer's high again. He's got to dig both. If, if he can dig those hooks in and get him stretched out, ooh, that just hurts. He's got both hooks in, stretches him out, and gets down his hips up off the mat. Oh, that just hurts in the middle of your back. 40 seconds to go in the period. It's... Five to two is all. Yeah, for as much as it looks like Klingelhofer's dominated, he's going to get three more near fall here if he doesn't pin him. Battle Creek got a big pin down there, Doug. That might have been enough to secure the dual win over Syracuse. It was thirty to twenty-nine, and I think that's enough to make it thirty-six to or no thirty-five thirty as they go to two twenty in the last match. Klingelhofer still trying to get the pin over here. Downey's just wrestling like crazy here. Klingelhofer's going to give up a reversal again, and that's just simply trying so hard to pin that he got himself out of position a little bit at the end of each period. And it's 8-4 to four now in favor of a Klingelhofer as they go to the third period, and uh, they're going to go both up here over in the Carney match. Gruby on a fresh start here. We'll run out of time in the second period. He's up 5-1 after the five-point move in the first 15 seconds of the match over Kalen Roth of Lincoln East. Man, Groovy's just rolling. Roth wants to let him up. Coaches tell him no. Going to make him ride, Groovy. You're listening to the State Wrestling Duels on Classic Hits 98.9, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Grand Island, Amherst, and the World Wide Web. At PlatteRiverPreps.com, our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln with our producer-engineer Stacy Johns and Larry Baker. I'm Doug Duda with you here at the UNK Health and Sports Center. Semi-finals going on. 
Burwell, the first team to advance on, winning the Class D over Creighton. They're going to get Amherst. Amherst has got enough points right now to beat Southwest. And it looks like Kaylin Klingelhofer able to finish the job over here and get the pin. Yeah, that, and that was just a deal where uh, he just wasn't going to settle for anything less, Doug. That, you know, he gives up the four points, but just simply in, in uh, total aggression. Trey Gruby still being ridden over here in the second period in Class A off a fresh restart. He comes to his feet quickly, trying to rip the hands and does, so he now leads it by a score of 6-1. to 7-1. to one. There was a penalty point in there. Okay, 7-1. to one. Kalen Roth trailing for Lincoln East. Update on your scores. Again, remember, this round, the final match is at 220 pounds. And... They are done down here now in uh, Class C. It is going to be 41-30, Battle Creek. So they will get Valentine in the finals. Valentine leading Broken Bow 31-18. I shouldn't put that to bed quite yet, but 31-18 as they wrestle at 170 pounds. Uh, Burwell won at 57-24. They will get Amherst. Amherst currently up 43-13 as Dane Bogard takes them out at 195 pounds against Tanner Brooks. Bogard did not get to wrestle this morning in B. They're at 220. Scott's got it taken care of. 51 to what's going to end up being 23. Bennington just won that match. So Scott is on. And uh, they're most likely going to get Gretna. Gretna leads Plattsmouth 31 15 at 170 pounds. In Class A, Millard South now, Larry, has pulled away from Omaha Burke 37 18 as they wrestle at 182 pounds. Carney leads Lincoln East 33 20. And Gruby's up 7 1 here at 160. Yeah, I. Millard South just got that spot in the middle of their lineup, Doug, where they're hammers. Everybody good. Everybody, everybody good. So the semifinals, about halfway done now. As we say, the Class B match is over for uh, Omaha Scott. Yeah, and Groovy's going to take his 7-1 to lead to the third period. He's really cooled off. He came out so fast. There's a shot by Bogard. He's able to take Tanner Brooks down for the first points with 45 seconds to go in the first period, 2-0. Run, running right over and pin him, I think, Doug. Bogard's good on top. He's got that big high half. He knows how to get both legs out there and get them big size 14s running. Nope, he doesn't like that, so he's going to flip out here and get the arm bar. Big Dane has had a tremendous career, two-time state medalist, two-time finalist, and a state champion. So three down, five to go. Carney is at the back end of all this. They're about a match behind of all that blood time in the Jed Kuchera match when he came out on top. And Bogard will get it to the end of the first period here for Amherst with a 2 to nothing lead. Yeah, and Bogard's choice, he's just going to go ahead and take top. That's First smart. he said, shall I defer? Nah, let's just take top. Take top, turn him, and pin him. That'll be the last match in that duel. More basketball. Hastings St. Cecilia now leads Ravenna 39-35 after three quarters in the C25 Girls District on the breeze, 94.5. Ravenna was up seven after one, two at the half, and now St. Cecilia's up four. Yeah, Bogart gave up the quick escape. Brooks said, you can take top, but I'm going to score. Then he gets in on a good shot. Brooks has squared him up. 
Bogart's doing it. He just kept circling to that shot. Does a great job. He finishes it. Now Gruby in a pin position down here in Class A. He's got Roth on his back with 35 seconds to go. 9-2. to two. Then you pick up the three near fall, so that makes it a major at 12-2 to two as Roth flattens out on his belly with 30 seconds to go. And Bogart's extended his lead now to 4-1. to one. Back on top here. How about the Jabba the Bearcats right now? Uh, you thought Lincoln East had a few guys that could do some work here, and they do, but they didn't have a lot of the hammers. Just Carney's taking care of these, though. Yeah, Carney is. They're going to have to wrestle a, a tremendous duel in the finals. This Millard South team is really good. Again, when this section is done at approximately 5.30, they will roll in to the third, fourth, and fifth, sixth place matches here. And again, they do award third and fourth place trophies. Nothing for fifth and sixth. So you'll have somebody that finishes two and one today go home in fifth, and somebody one and two goes fourth and takes the trophy home. There are no seventh and eighth place matches. Yeah, Bogart gets the pin, Doug. I think that's going to do it in that duel. So Dane Bogard gets the pin in three minutes and 11 seconds. And Amherst continues to roll along as they get to the final match here at 220. And there, Amherst doesn't have one. And Kruby's able to finish things off over here for Carney High and pick up a 37-12 lead. And as you said, Amherst doesn't have the 220-pounders, so that ends that duel, and we're going to get what many folks thought we'd see and really kind of want to see, Amherst-Burwell. But really quick, Larry, how many times do they actually match up well against each other? Well, I'd have to go through it. Not not a lot, you know. Uh, not a lot. A lot of bonus points, I think, uh, may determine this. We'll probably see quite a few pins. Yeah, I think Burwell, where Burwell's good, they're really good. Now, Creighton scored 24, but Burwell scored 57. Creighton had a few more opens. Amherst scored 49, but they only gave up 19 to Southwest, including a couple of uh, forfeits. Yeah, and Reese Nichols out to a, uh, well, he got taken down, and now he's gotten the reversal, so it's 2-2. Two to two. Reese Nichol over Grant Lehman of Lincoln East. Potential big moment here in this Broken Bow-Valentine match. Valentine's up 31-18, to 18, but Broken Bow in kind of a toss-up match here where Broken Bow looks to be the underdog record-wise with Isaac Dodge, and he is going to pin... McGinley of Valentine, and that cuts it to 31-24 as they head to 182 pounds. That would be the shocker, folks. There could... No. I don't think... I don't. Well, there could be if there would have been an 8 over a 1 today, but... But I'm telling you, I and I I said it all week, if Broken Bow could have got on the other side, this, in my opinion, is the final. I think that's the best uh, uh, in Class C, those two schools. Now over there in the Class A match, Reese Nichols... And Grant Lyman comes to an end with the pin. Nickel is able to record it in 129. Yeah, so. Reese Nickel, uh, Doug, again, has wrestled pretty well late in the year here. Uh, so now 43-12. to 12, So, you know, what we thought maybe would be a pretty good duel absolutely wasn't. No drama in this thing at all. Coming down into the last two weights, Carney has just run away from Lincoln East. That'll take us to the 182-pound 
portion of this duel here for Carney and Lincoln East. Tyler to- Tracy's out there for the Bearcats. Yeah, against Andrew Mertensbaugh from Lincoln East. 23 and 23 as a sophomore. So we'll see. Just nothing but hand fighting at this point. And boy, the Carney coach is really setting far away from about as far away from the action right now as you can and still be over there on the chairs. They are relaxed and yeah. know that it's going to be Carney Millard South in A, Amherst and Burwell in D, Gretna and Scott. It appears in B, unless something crazy happens here for Platts within the last three matches. And in C, Battle Creek will be taking on Valentine unless something happens here for Broken Bow. Oh, Valentine's getting ready to end this duel right here. And they should. Donald Stephen. 33-3 against Riley Peterson, 7-22, and, and there's the pin. 37-24, Valentine. And as you said, that will do it because only 12 points are still available out there. So Valentine is going to move on to the finals. We get back to what's going on here for Carney High. And it'll be Tracy getting taken down here by Mertensbaugh. They go out of bounds, so it'll be a restart. Two to nothing, Mertens Baugh, Tracy now on bottom. Yeah, and you want it, you want to finish the duel. I get it, the duel's over. But if you're these last couple Bearcats, Izzy Batista and Tyler Tracy, you want to wrestle well here to end because you know you were second a week ago when you really all year you thought you had a chance to win it. Well, you still have a chance to win a state championship. You know what I mean? You're you're one duel away, so you want to feel good about yourself, start wrestling well. They'd, they'd like to split with Millard South. Well, this would be the opportunity. Should be great. Duel 730. Come on out to the UNK Health and Sports Center. Unfortunately, the way things work tonight, Kearney Wrestling and Kearney Basketball, both in the postseason, both with big things tonight. Basketball uh, just starting the postseason. Wrestling going for a state championship tonight. I'm not trying to nudge you either way. I'm just saying that at 7 o'clock, the basketball game's on ESPN 1460, and at 730, the wrestling is right here on Classic Hits for the Bearcats. And again, congratulations to the Kearney High girls heading to state basketball after upsetting the number one team in the state in Millard South. Nothing better than a trip to state. The only thing that ever makes it sweeter is when you get to do it by beating somebody nobody thought you should. Yeah. And you hate being on the other side, but for Millard South, they do get the wild card that way. State wrestling coverage is brought to you in part by your Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed Dealer, where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? It's easy, Pioneer.com, and your mobile Pioneer.com on your smartphone. The great seeds of success for a better yield start with Pioneer. And back down here to what's going on in Class A, Larry Carney High, just as you said, trying to finish strong, but Tyler Tracy... Still down 2 nothing, and decides to take bottom in the second period. Yeah, he got taken down, ridden hard, and now he's, you know, basically 30 seconds into this second period. He hasn't even ever been close to getting out. So let's take a break, and hopefully by the time we come back, Tracy will have scored. We'll do that as you listen to the state duels on Classic Hits. Don't leave anything in your life to chance. That's what Kroll Agency, your full insurance provider, is here for. A very proud supporter of the area wrestlers and coaches. Kroll Agency, visit us in Hastings, Roseland, Kennesaw, and Minden. 
Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work to make the team. The lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry the rest of their lives. And finally, a word of thanks to the teachers and the coaches. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. In the market for some Galve, see Mike or Del Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. Well, Tyler Tracy has not scored during the break, Larry, and he's just he been gotten, written out. Yeah, he hasn't gotten any closer to getting out either. In fact, when we left, he was on his hands and knees. When we came back, he was on his belly. He's got 30 seconds here. He can make the period okay by just exploding and getting one here. Cut that lead in half. Mert, Merton's ball is going to go down in the third period. There, Tracy finally gets to his feet, and he runs out of bounds. Just recapping what happened with Amherst in their match tonight with the Southwest in the semifinals, starting at heavyweight, Jacob Peterson won 7-2. Isaiah Shields wins in a pin in 121. Sally Gary won in a pin in 224. Braden Cumston won by a forfeit. Luke Rip was defeated by Caden Guerrero, pin in 246. And the period's going to come to an end over here. Tracy's still down 2 to nothing. Morgan Shields, a winner by pin in 149. Sam Florell wins by a pin in 50. And then Trace Bosch lost 11-9 to Max Dietrich. Jaron Potts was beaten 19-8 by Alexander Dak. Cole Eggie was a winner in 229. They had the double forfeit at 170. Kalen Klingelhofer beats Cody Downey in 444. Dane Bogard wins in 311. And then Amherst doesn't have a 220-pounder, so they have to forfeit 50-19. to Ooh. Then I did see there is an unsportsmanlike conduct Slammed headgear. They did deduct a point from Amherst. So yeah, that was that so fifty-one nineteen, fifty to nineteen. Yeah, it is. That's that's where it says. So I mean, I saw it happen. I just didn't know if they had got him or not. So three to nothing. Uh, Tracy never did get out, and Merton's ball took down and did get out. And there just hasn't been much happen in that match, Doug. No, a lot of. A lot of just covering. A lot of covering. We do 37 have... to 36, Doug. Valentine is going to win 37 36. Man. Wow, 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 wow. And I think maybe at the very end there, a couple, was it a couple of quick pins or did we actually have a forfeit in there? But Valentine, bonus points huge. 37 36. We've had two 37 36s today. Southwest beat Tri County by that in the opening round. And Valentine will. Advance on as everyone expected, but probably not like that. 37-36 over Broken Bow, and now Bow will get Syracuse in the consolation in the uh, third-place match. And down here, Tracy fighting off a shot. He needs to take his own shots here, Doug. Tracy does. He's down three to nothing. And, of course, we've got a little blood time as if that match hadn't we're going to uh, tell you that the final score in the Class C2 girls' top five matchup, St. Cecilia able to defeat Ravenna 54-49 and win the district championship. 
Uh, earlier today, Boone Central Newman Grove, 65-54 over the Grand Island Central Catholic boys. So they will play Kearney Catholic on Monday. Ravenna and St. Cecilia both go into the state tournament, it would appear, in C2 girls action. There's also staying at Grand Island Central Catholic tonight. Elm Creek will play Burwell. So Burwell will have their girls team playing in the district basketball final and their wrestling team wrestling for a state title. So um, a little double dipping going on tonight. Winning breeds winning, my friend. Some of these places do it in just about every sport. Their community gets behind them. The parents let the coaches coach. The parents let the coaches uh, grind and dig on their kids and take the time. And It's not a mistake that most generally where it happens, it happens in everything. So Carney High right now still with that blood time over there. Tracy down, 3.06. It's his blood that they are cleaning up. We are down to just three matches still going on. Gretna 34, Plattsmouth 19, wrestling at 195. Again, 220 is the final match. Millard South is in the final match with a 45-18 lead over Omaha Burke. And Kearney 43-12 over Lincoln East. We're at 182. So they'll have two more matches to go after this. All of the C and D is in the books, and we told you Valentine will get Battle Creek, and Amherst will get Burwell. Now we're back to wrestling here with Tracy. 45 seconds left in the match. He finally takes a shot. Burton's ball is going to fight it off. That was a great shot there by Tracy. Really nice job. That's one that could have finished maybe feet to back. He's got to stay on a shot like that. There he takes another good shot. He's going to take the double, switch it off to a single. Not going to get anything out of that one. 30 seconds now left in the match. Tyler went 2-2 two and two in Omaha last week. Now the stands start to clear out a little bit. Like the Valentine fans, some of the fans going, okay, where can we go spend about 90 minutes? we got to be back here by 7.30 for the state finals. We're down to 15 seconds, and, and nothing happening over there with Tracy. He's got to take one more shot, not a good one. And Tracy's going to come out on the wrong end of this three-to-nothing decision, and Lincoln East able to pick up a few more points. It'll make it 43 to 15. And now Izzy Batista's got to come out to close the show. No, 95 first. Sean Jackson. Oh yeah. Then Batista will come out. Batista got beat this morning. Jackson did not. He won in the final match against Bellevue East. Again, when we're done, New West postgame show. The Class A match now, Millard South able to advance on as they finish it up with a 51-18 victory over Omaha Burke. And again, the finals, Larry, will start at 106 pounds. How will that kind of impact how things go? Carney should be, the, by what we've seen out of Millard South, able to get out of the gate a little stronger well, here. The only thing I'll say with that, Doug, I would normally say this year that I think that really favors Carney. Braden Smith has not wrestled well here at the end of the year. Looked good early this morning and then needed to hit a twister to win this afternoon. Carney's pretty decent up and down the lineup. And like you said, well, there's a couple holes in that lineup for Millard South. They need to exploit those. So Sean Jackson, 33-14. and 14 For the Carney High Bearcats, finished Fourth at the state tournament last week. He's taking on Peyton Aperspa 
the 18 and 11 junior. That's a big takedown for Sean Jackson. Feet to back. About a minute 12 left. Pretty good chance he, he can finish the match right here, Doug. Minute to go in the first period. He's just getting back points. He's got them all. He's going to, worst case scenario is he's up 5-0. Boy, he's really doing a good job here. Trouble is he's got that arm underneath, and it's tough to pin a guy when your arm is underneath his back. Working, 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 trying to change positions here, Bate. There and he gets the pinned. stick. So a win for Sean Jackson in a minute and 32 seconds. And now Bautista can come out. Other basketball in the B5. Hastings and Lexington tied at 15 after one. Yeah, Izzy will come out now. I do like it that the finals will start at six, so it'll be a very traditional run through the lineups. The wrestlers probably would agree with that as well. Is my guess. So here we go. Izzy Baptista coming out for Carney. Carney's got a 49 to 15 lead heading into the last match here. Izzy was a little slow this morning. Got a little more, uh, his hands and his feet are a little more active here. Again, coming up next here, the third, third, fourth place and fifth, sixth place duels to give these guys a little bit of break and prepare for the championships, which are scheduled for tonight at 7.30 here on Classic Hits. Batista, the 26-7 and seven senior, Albert Greenwood, also a senior, 31-16, so this could be a real competitive one that goes right down to the wire. Yeah. Like we say, if Izzy gets his offense going, he's okay. But there, he gets in these spots in these matches, Doug, where he just kind of hangs out. Gretna now a 38-19 lead as they won it at 195 pounds over Plattsmith, and they send their 220-pounders out there. Those are the only two that are still to go. And as soon as the Bautista match wraps up, we'll have the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Oh, Izzy was in good shape, and then he pulled him on top of him. Come on, Izzy's got a scramble here. He did. Nice job. Really nice job. He's going to come out of that, Doug, 2-2. Two to two. He was in a really good shape. And he just put himself to his back, kind of put himself in a bad position against uh, Albert Greenwood. And then he scrambled his way out to, at the very least, make it two to two. That's a nice job. We're going to go out of bounds and come back for a fresh whistle. Izzy Bautista in control here with the, from the top position in a 2-2 match. And like I said, Izzy's tough to wrestle. Sometimes he'll just be a little bit slow. Doing a good job there. Got a tight waist. Got a bar arm. If he can pop his head up under that bar arm, he's got a good chance. Ah, he let Greenwood up to his feet. They're not going to give him the escape. 11 seconds left in the second period. He really needs to finish this, Doug, right where he's at so the initial mistake doesn't hurt him at all. Well, Carney scored the points in their first two duels, 54 this morning, and... 49 with Izzy still going here this afternoon. 
And Izzy did a good job there, a little crab ride. And they're going to go to the second period. Batista did a nice job there making up for the early mistake. Ken, while they come to the end of the period, Batista will take bottom to stay, start the second 2-2. want to remind you of we told you what was coming up uh, still today. Back here on Classic Hits, we've got Boys District Finals. Monday, Kearney Catholic, Boone Central Newman Grove. And uh, Boone Central Newman Grove, one of the five teams to beat the Stars this year. That is a new game on the schedule, and Boone was able to beat them by five uh, right before Christmas on December 22nd. And so a rematch there on Monday night, and then Tuesday we'll have the Wilcox-Hildreth-Juanita-Palisade game from Southwest High School. And then the girls' state tournament Thursday through Saturday. Yeah, Swarm's giving it to Batista now. That was really close right on the edge of the mat. Batista just about went to his back. He was lucky to have gone out of bounds. He got the escape. He does have a 3-2 to two lead, but he just needs to be a little smarter here. Get himself in trouble in some of these spots. They're on their feet. About a minute ten left in the first period. Excuse me, second period. Baptista goes to his back. Wrestle, wrestle. He'll be okay. But he gave up four points there, Doug. It was just a situation where he just didn't wrestle the situation all the way through. And and by the way, we have confirmed that Monday night's Kearney Catholic Boone Central game will be at Aurora at 7 o'clock here on Classic Hits. So both games, and now Baptista will get the escape. Yeah. So they're back on their feet here with a score of 6-4. to four. Yeah, And all six points have been off Batista's moves. He's just put himself in a bad spot both times. Still 41 seconds to go in the second period. Yeah, nothing here. They're on their feet. He's down 6-4, to four and it's going to be Greenwood's choice in the third. Batista would love to at least get two more here. Send it tied into the third period. Be very important. It makes that really, really tough. And Batista tries to bear hug him, and he loses the lock and falls on his back. For the third time. And Greenwood, with 10 seconds to go, is going to get five more out of this one. And now trying to pin Batista. Three seconds as he will get out of that. But another five-point move, 11-4, to four, Greenwood of Lincoln East as they go to the third Greenwood choice. He says both up against Batista. Yeah, he wants to go both up. Batista just rolling around to his back off their feet. And we're all down, down here in the Gretna duel with Plattsmith. Gretna gets a pin at 220. Oh, no, wait a minute. They're going to say, thought we had a pin there to end it. No, we did not. They say they ran out of time, so we're not done over there yet. Yeah, Neil, the, uh, Nielsen thought so, too. He was heading off the mat. Kids took their ankle bands off. And... Nope, we're going to the third period, fellas. So Tom Clodeau of Gretna leads at 8-6 over Nielsen over there. Now we're back to action here in Class A, final weight class of this duel between Carney High and Lincoln East. Carney has it won 49-15. Batista's got a body lock here. And this time he's able to fall on his back again. again. (laughs) Izzy's trying so hard for the throw, and every time 
Either he loses his balance or he gets off to the side and Greenwood makes a nice move. All 15 of Greenwood's points have come off of, of deals just like that. And it's now 15-4 to four in favor of Greenwood over Bautista with 50 seconds to go. Bautista will get out of there. It's 15-5. to five. And you got to expect the same thing again. Oh, no question. Now all he can do is try to get a big throw. Yeah, I mean, I guess he's only got to connect on one of them and he can end it, right? But he's down to 35 seconds. Now it's over. And Gretna will get the pin and win the duel 44-19 over Plattsmith. 20 seconds left for Izzy. East wrestler Greenwood checks the clock. They're close enough to the edge of the mat that not only does he got to get a throw, he's got to keep him in. Izzy just can't get anything locked up here. Ooh, there was kind of a bad shot for Greenwood. Yeah, he tried kind of a Russian tie there and just lost the whole thing. But only eight seconds to go. So it is all over for the 2017 semifinals. Carney High will win it here over Lincoln East, 49-18. to 18. We will take a break, and when we return, a quick recap of the state semifinals on the New West Postgame Show next. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service, Adams Corner Market. Locally owned and operated since 1883, a tradition of community banking, full-service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. Well, it's that time of year again, and if you're looking for a cost-effective liquid fertilizer application system, see the experts at AgExcel and Kearney. Planting season is right around the corner, so what if I told you that we could increase your yields this year? Whether it's a liquid system for planting, drilling, strip tilling, or side dressing, let us at AgExcel design a system for you. Stop in our Kearney showroom or on the web at agexcel.com. That's A-G-X-C-E-L.com, where precision meets the soil. Carney 50, Lincoln East 19. They had a corrected score down there after we left you. And then uh, Gretna, a winner over Plattsmith, 44-19. to 19. This is the New West Post Game Show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Larry, what would you think about what we saw out there? Uh, Amherst and Carney took care of business. Uh, really not close in either one of the duels. Uh, you were right. You thought maybe it'd be closer the first round for Amherst than the semis. It was. Uh, we thought maybe Carney'd be pushed a little more here, and maybe they were competitive, but Carney still won most of those uh, matchups. Yeah, I thought, and, and Carney looked good. The key for Carney right now is what's the deal at 113 pounds? Do they have to give Millard South six points there? I think that's my big question, Doug. Well, here is the recap of how Carney did. Lee Harrington, a winner by pin in 323. Braden Smith beat Corbin Harrington 7-5. to Max Mayfield gets the win for East via the forfeit, uh, as Larry was talking about at 113. Philip Mooby wins it in 112. Gage McBride, an 8-2 winner. Nick James wins it in 418. Tyson Seppel lost by a pin in 525. Teate Wilson, a winner in 124. Judd Kuchera, a winner, 11-3. Trey Gruby, a winner, 12-2. Reese Nickel, a winner by pin in 129. Tyler Tracy lost by a score of 3 to nothing. 
Sean Jackson a winner in 123, and then Izzy Batista falls here by a score of 15 to 5. We have already run down the uh, Amherst for you, so let's go ahead and take a look at where we're at going into the next session in Class A. Here's what has happened today. It was Millard South over Lincoln Southwest, 49-13. Burke beat Columbus, 47-21. East over Millard West, 40-31. And Kearney beat Bellevue East, 54-21. In the semifinals, South over Burke, 51-18. Kearney beats Lincoln East, 50-19. And in the consolation semifinals, Lincoln Southwest beat Columbus, 33-28. And Millard West defeated Bellevue East, 39-33. So, fifth and sixth. Lincoln Southwest will take on Millard West, third and fourth. Omaha Burke will take on Lincoln East. That is going to get going here within the next five minutes. And then the finals at 7.30, Millard South will be taking on Kearney as we're down to just the four mats for the championships. In Class B, in the first round, Gretna beat Fairbury 57-12. Plattsmouth over Northwest, 39-31 out of Grand Island. Bennington knocked off the third seed, Scott's Bluff, 36-33. And Omaha Scott beat Skyler, 45-27. In the semifinals, Gretna over Plattsmouth, 44-19, and Omaha Scott over Bennington, 51-23. In the consolation semifinals, Northwest over Fairbury, 51-26, and Scotts Bluff over Schuyler, 42-24. So, Northwest and Scotts Bluff will wrestle for fifth and sixth. Bennington will wrestle Plattsmouth right now for third and fourth. And then the championship, really what the folks in B want to see, it will be Gretna taking on Omaha Scut. Now we move on to Class C, and what has happened today in Class C is as follows. The top seed, Valentine, beat Ord, 54-15. Broken Bow held off David City, 34-32. Syracuse squeaked by Aquinas, 39-34. And Battle Creek, a winner over Kearney Catholic, 45-27. In the semifinals, Valentine edges Broken Bow, 37-36, Broken Bow gets 12 points in the final two weight classes to make it a one-point duel. And Battle Creek beats Syracuse 41-30. In the consolation semifinals, David City beat Ord 42-36, and Carney Catholic beat Aquinas 39-36. So right now, Carney Catholic's wrestling David City high for fifth and sixth. Broken Bow is taking on Syracuse for third and fourth. And then Valentine and Battle Creek will wrestle for the state duels championship at 7:30. And finally, in Class D, the first round, Amherst beat Elkhorn Valley 46-27. Southwest edged Tri-County 37-36. The sixth seed, Creighton, beat Mullen 45-27. And Burwell beat Plainview 54-20. In the semifinals, Amherst down Southwest 50-19. Burwell over Creighton 57-24. In the consolation semifinals, Tri-County beat Elkhorn Valley 51-27. And Plainview was able to eliminate Mullen 41 to 36. So right now, Plainview and Tri County are wrestling for fifth and sixth. Creighton is taking on Southwest in the third and fourth place matchup. And Amherst and Burwell, they have put together a little rivalry now in football and in wrestling here the last three years. They will wrestle in the finals at 7:30 right here on Classic Hits. We'll take a final break and wrap it up next. As a soybean grower, what does it mean when DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go? When it's planting time, they deliver seed when, where, and how you need it. Your local Pioneer team is on call to provide the service, products, and insight for your acres with soybean varieties that stand up to sudden death syndrome. 
Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis are your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. Brian Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer, seedsmanship at work. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flowrank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flowrank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. Well, we'll take a break here for uh, about an hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes, and be back with you tonight. Just before 7.30, right here on Classic Hits, we remind you that the Carney High boys game hosting Lincoln High, you'll be able to hear that on ESPN 1460. Randy Bushcutter with the call at 7 o'clock. Earlier today, Hastings St. Cecilia girls beat Ravenna 54-49 to win the C25 girls district game. And the Grand Island Central Catholic boys fell by 11 to Boone Central Newman Grove. So the Boone Central Newman Grove and Kearney Catholic Boys game will be here on Classic Hits Monday night, 7 o'clock at Aurora. Tuesday night, we're bringing you Wilcox Hildreth Juanita Palisade from Southwest High School at Bartley. For our producer and engineers back at the studios, Ed Smith and Stacy Johns and Larry Baker, our wrestling analyst, I'm Doug Duda saying thanks for listening. We've got Kearney and Amherst that will be going for state dual titles at 7.30. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Keep it here. We'll see you at 7.30.